Hey y'all, greetings and welcome back to yet another episode of The Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl Naila, and because I am unaware of what time you're listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. So today for me is Thursday, April 14th, 2022. It is 7.25 a.m. So how is everyone doing? I hope everyone is doing well. Um, I hope you got a chance to listen to yesterday's podcast episode. Um... I'm trying to remember what it was called. If God said it, wait. That's what yesterday's podcast episode was on. And it was just speaking of how a lot of times when God gives us a promise, what we do is we expect immediate um, an immediate manifestation of the promises that he's that he's, you know, promised. And what I was saying is that what it is, is that, that God is trying to get us to be patient and, and patience is one of the fruits of the spirit. Right. And so when, and, and, oh yeah, let me go through here and, uh, give you the definition of patience again, which is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. So when we find ourselves in this place where we're going back and we're shouting at God and we're saying, God, you said this and you said that and I'm frustrated and I'm tired and I'm just waiting for it and you still haven't come through yet. We have not learned the lesson at hand, which is God is trying to teach us patience, right? So when we get to that place where we're feeling frustrated, angry, we're looking at other people who have what we want or have what they want, at least. And we're like, why come we don't have what we want? And they're doing this and they're prospering in their own way. We're failing at the whole thing. We're failing at gaining patience, which is waiting for something, waiting on the promises of God without all your feels, without getting angry, without getting upset. If you're still getting angry and upset as you wait then what what I'm starting to realize is this, is when we're getting angry and upset while we're waiting, we're failing the test. And so what happens when you fail a test? You usually have to go back and retake the course, right? And then uh, when you retake the course, then comes a test. That's a testing of your faith, right? A test comes. And the test is to see if even through your waiting, even through wanting something so badly, wanting to obtain that promise, if you can be patient, not get angry, not get frustrated because you still don't see it yet, just to 
to find your peace and your joy and everything else. Find a way to be content. You get what I'm saying? Find a way to be content. When we go to James 1, um, and we go to James 1, 2, it says, My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh, what's that word? Patience. It works your patience, which is it's working your ability to wait, to wait, okay, um, to accept or to tolerate that delay, that trouble, or that suffering without getting angry or upset. And what did I say yesterday? It's like God is, the, the things that God is promising us, those are just Just prizes along the way. Those are those are benefits. Those are extra. What God is actually trying to get through to us is he's trying to get our spirits right. Okay. He's trying to check all that worldliness out of us because, you know, he's readying us to be in glory with him. And so there's certain things that are not going to be tolerated. Think about the description of, of, of heaven, of the new Jerusalem. They say that there's no crying there. There's no, you know, there's, 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 there's no worrying. There's no this and there's no that. And so what God is trying to do is he's trying to filter all that out of us now. His gifts are spiritual. The things that we get here in this life are just benefits of knowing him. Right. But what he's ultimately trying to do is get us to a place where our spirits are fed correctly so we can have those character, the correct characteristics, which are the fruits of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So you can say that patience, patience is just another form of self-control. If you can control your emotions when you're waiting for something, right? If you can control your emotions, then what that is saying is that you've, you've, you've not only uh, gotten to a place where you have patience, but you've also got the self-control as well, right? And so what God is trying to do is he's trying to get our spirits right so we can dwell with him. If we are, if our spirits are not right and all we're doing is complaining, murmuring, all oh, this and that, that's not going to be tolerated in heaven. Who wants to deal with that? That's not going to be tolerated. That is not the description we get of the new Jerusalem. That's not the description we get of heaven, right? That's not it. So what God is trying to do is he's trying to get us to a place where we are walking in the spirit and not the flesh. 
Because once our spirits are in check, then we can dwell amongst him and with him, right? So let's finish uh, this scripture. Let's go down to um, James 1, 4. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire. What does the next thing say? Wanting nothing. Wanting nothing. What's the definition of perfect? Having all the required or desirable elements, qualities, or characteristics as good as it possibly is it as good as it is possible to be. Right? So think about it. That's what God is trying to do. He's trying to get us to not want these worldly things. He's trying to get us to realize that the spiritual gifts that 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 waiting brings is better than anything, you know, any of that. He's trying to get us to be perfect, which is having all those desirable elements or qualities, or characteristics, right? Right? That's what he's trying to do. So, <laughs> that that is what, that's what God's trying to, to, to do. He's trying to, to get us to a place of perfection spiritually. And when all we're doing is worrying about, about, um, the promise constantly, well, I, I want it and, I, you know, being little brats, it's my money and I want it now. You get what I'm saying? When you're acting like that, you have not obtained the lesson at hand. So each time, say, for instance, you kept failing the 10th grade over and over and over again, you are prolonging your high school career. Whereas, say, for instance, you only had after that 10th grade year, you only had two more years before you graduated. Right. If you keep failing it over and over and over again, you're just adding more years to that two year span before you graduate. Right. So you're prolonging your high school career, but you're sitting over there. Oh, I'm so tired of waiting to get out of high school. Well, pass the doggone test. Do you get what I'm saying? We prolong it. And what I begin to realize is that we're not waiting on God at all. God is waiting on us. God is waiting on us to get the bigger picture. God is waiting on us to realize that all this extra stuff is irrelevant. It's not going to go with you, even your spouse. That whole covenant is not going to carry on into heaven. So all these things that you're wanting, yes, you want your husband back or your wife back, or you want a wife in the first place or a husband in the first place. Yes, you want this and you want that. Those are temporary gains. Yes, God can and will bless you with those things. But the main concern is for you to gain that perfection that patience, that that when your faith is being tried, it's working patience 
within you. The ability to wait on something that feels delayed without getting in your feelings. So I always tell people, get out your feelings. Your feelings at the end of the day will sway you all in the wrong directions. Hmm? Just like when God tells you to do something and you cry and you go say, God, I don't want to do this. God is not, those tears are not swaying him, you know, one way or the other. I'm going to go back to my example that I love to use, which is Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. When he gets to crying and when he gets to sweating tears, I mean, that's pretty stressed out. If you are, 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 are sweating, te- uh, sweating blood, did I say sweating tears, sweating blood droplets because you're stressed out. If God, if, if, if God was not swayed by Jesus sweating blood. If he was not swayed by his feelings, how much more do you think he going to be? You know what I mean? What, what makes you think he's going to look at your tears and say, oh, baby, since you're crying, you don't got to do it. Since you don't want to do it, you don't got to do it. That's not how it works. That's not how it works because, see, we see it as, God, I don't know why it's taking so long for you to do this and for you to come through and this and that. I don't understand. Why can't I have it now? Look, if you don't have patience, then anything that happens to you, anything that comes after that, you're going to be throwing a hissy fit. You got to get those feelings in check. And get the other fruit of the spirit, which is self-control. Having self-control is not a person who's stuck in their feelings. Let's be honest. So God is trying to get us to reject the carnal mind, which thinks like the world. He's trying to get us into those spiritual gifts so we can dwell with him. Because he is not satisfied with wanting anyone to die. To perish. That's not his desire. Or he'd have came back a long time ago. That's not. He does not want. His desire is to see us all live. And so when those things come. And we feel like. Oh God just. He's ignoring me. Or God just. He don't love me. Because everybody else married. And I'm. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like me. I was 35. But all the way up to 35. I've been wanting to get married since I was a child. You know, and and having to wait till I was 35, do you know how, how, how dejected, rejected, and abandoned I felt? Like, well, dang, all these other people who are saying they don't even want to be married. They don't even want to be married are getting married. That's not fair, God. But the moment that I threw all that out and said, I'm good. Doesn't matter how long I have to wait. I'm good. The moment I started dating myself and and was like, I'm not going to sit over here and let a man define my happiness or if I'm happy. Soon as I did that, my husband came like a week later. Like a week later. That's because in that moment, I stopped letting my emotions run me. And even though I was still waiting to be married, 
I no longer um, was in my feelings about it. That's what it turns it comes down to because God wants you to realize that 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 you don't need all that. Like yes, that you want those things, but you don't need them. You get what I'm saying? That's why it says, "But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing." Wanting nothing. When we're going to God constantly, I want this and I want that and I want this and you know I want this and you know I want that and I know I want, you know, and I, you know, I want this and I want that. That is still not according to what I'm seeing in the word, a spiritually mature person. A spiritually a spiritually mature person. When you're always going to God, I want this, I want that, and I want this. God, can I have this? Can I have that? God, I want this. And you know I want this. You know I've always wanted a big old house. And I always wanted this and da 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 That is a spiritually immature person. According to the word of God. Because the patience... <laughs> Having its its perfect work in us is so that we can be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Now, I know when people think of, of perfection, they think of this, they, they see it as impossible. But it's like we're talking about being perfect spiritually and wanting Nothing like you get what I'm saying, knowing that everything we need, God has already supplied. It doesn't say needing nothing. It says wanting nothing. You get what I'm saying? It's a lot of us, including myself, who I'm just realizing just how spiritually immature I am. And so it's just like, oh, this light is going off now, like ding, uh, ding, ding. Okay, I get it now. <laughs> I get it now. And the thing is, when you're not just desire, just well, you can desire things. That's fine. But when you're when you're not just living your life just for those things, those things come to you easily. You're not tripping on it. It's coming to you easily. Have you noticed that? When somebody's not tripping on getting married or something, I don't really care about getting married. This and da 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 da. Those are the main people who they get married and they get married fast, it seems like. Somebody who, you know, they're always giving and they're not worried about what they have. You know, those are the people who get stuff just given to them, handed to them. It comes easy. Y'all, when I was like very spiritually mature back in, I believe this is 2012 and 2012, uh, all the way up to like 2014. You guys, people would just come and hand me keys to cars. People would come up and, and, and hand me money. People would bless me. I never had to worry about anything. Once I got spiritually just right. 
I was blessed tremendously. And yeah, I know it had to do with me being an extremely giving person, but I never had to go without anything that I needed. And then things that that I desired but wasn't tripping on came to me easily too. You know? So I'm just telling y'all, pass the test. Life will be better if you actually concentrate on the fruits of the spirit. Those are the real true gifts from God. Those are the real true promises of God, which is love. You know, we need to we need to we need to realize that everything that we are that every time, everything that we're tried on, anytime that we're in a situation, we need to look and we need to look at our characteristics. Am I operating in love right now? Am I operating in joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control? I guarantee you every single trial or every single uh, test that you're going to go through It's testing to see if you have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That's what it's test. That's what we're being tested for daily. This person just cuts you off on on the highway. Okay, are you going to yell at the top of your lungs and call them out of their name? Or are you going to operate in a in a in in peace and and love and kindness? And self-control. If the if the if the answer is no, that you're not doing that, then there's still some more maturity that you can get to. There's still another level of maturity you can get to. If someone comes and they're asking you for money and you're irritated, ugh. These people, they always asking for something. I just don't. Is that love and gentleness and kindness and goodness? Is that even having self-control? Every single situation we're in is about having self-control. Can you control your emotions, sis? Can you control your, your emotions, brother? Like, that's what it's about. That's all this whole everything is about is getting your spirit right. So in the end, you can dwell with him because evildoers or people who are the opposite of this will be turned away. Hmm? You guys, yesterday, yesterday, um, right after I gave you guys this whole spiel about waiting on the Lord. I was tested like a couple hours later, a few hours later, I was tested. And, you know, I I received a phone call um, that was concerning my husband. Got a a phone call um, from my mother-in-law. She wanted me to do something about something concerning him because I'm still his wife. And um, I was just like, oh, oh, you know, okay. 
you know, um, sure, you know, I'll help. And, you know, for a moment there, I felt kind of like, dun da 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 I have a purpose in being a wife again. And then I was just like, after I got off the phone, I was like, God, tell me what to do. I don't know what to do at this point. I don't know. What do I do? Do I do something or do I not? And, you know, it felt like God just wasn't speaking. He wasn't saying anything. And then it was just like everything I said that morning came back to me. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. He will renew your strength. So wait, I say, wait on the Lord. You're going to say, wait on the Lord. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can't. I can't go out here and do what I'm being asked to do because that would be me coming out of waiting. That would be me trying to do it in my own strength. You guys, she even brought up, um, she even brought up, uh, cause I was talking to her about the waiting thing, you know, and you know, um, he's living with her now. So there are certain things that are happening that she's witnessing now that I used to witness and she's concerned, but she's wanting me to do something about it. And after I got to praying and thinking about it, I'm like, well, do you know how crazy that would even make me look after two years to just come in and be like, da, 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 I'm his wife. And this is what needs to be done. Like what? I'm not stepping in. And, and and doing any of that. Not unless God says so. And I haven't heard anything. Okay. From him. But she brought up the story of Sarah and Abraham. And how Sarah had this promise. That well Abraham really got the, got the promise told to him. And Sarah didn't believe it. That she was going to have a baby. And she was old in age. So she like. Huh. So they're waiting and waiting on the promise, you know what I mean, to take place. And and Sarah gets impatient and devises a plan to get this baby one way or the other. Okay, God, I'm going to do it without your help because you taking too long. Apparently, you don't, you know what I mean, you don't forgot what you said to me. And she goes and makes her life more complicated and miserable by giving her handmaid over to Abraham to lay down and have sex with so a baby can come through. But the crazy thing is this, that baby came, but it still wasn't Sarah's. It still wasn't the promise. In the end, all Sarah was doing was complicating her life. Now you're jealous and you're mad and you're upset at something that you caused. Something that now you're having to deal with extra that you didn't have to deal with before if you would have just waited on the Lord. You get what I'm saying? If you would have just realized that your patience <laughs> was being tried, that your faith, the trying of your faith was the working of patience in you. And because you were impatient, you did not even get the 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 whole lesson the whole you didn't pass the test you failed it now you prolonged it and then when she sat back like okay huh, now God comes through you know 
And so she even mentioned that story in there, but then still goes on to want to devise a certain plan. And I'm like, hmm, no, I can't do that is what I was thinking. So I'm going to have to call and, and, and talk to her and let her know, you know, I've prayed and this is what, what has come back to me. This is what I've been saying. Yeah, we got to, got to. We got to wait on the Lord. We don't know what God is doing. We don't know what God is doing within my husband, within her son. We don't know. But us trying to figure it out, us coming together and devising a plan ain't ain't waiting on the Lord. We got to wait on the Lord. And when we wait on him, our strength is renewed. But when we do it in our own power, that's the reason why you hear people say, I'm just tired. I'm drained. I I don't have I, I I'm losing faith. Right? That's the reason why you hear people saying that because they're still operating in their own strengths, in their own devised plans, instead of waiting on the Lord. When we wait on the Lord, it rids us of having to do the work. Right? It rids us of having to do the work. We throw it on him, and so it allows us to rest in the Lord. But when we are constantly doing something, then then no, we don't we don't get rest. So what are we? What are we? We're tired. We're drained, right? We shouldn't be tired and drained all the time. You guys should not be. We should not be on our last little string of faith. We should not be. Constant fatigue is a sign of, 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 of no faith is a sign of, of, of you not trusting in the Lord. When you're always tired, it means you don't trust the Lord. And it's because you're trying to do it yourself. You don't trust that he's going to come through. Yeah, it feels delayed, but he's going to come through. And without faith, it's impossible to please the Lord. Right? So, yeah, wait on the Lord. <laughs> he will renew your strength. You know, trust in him. Let him know that you trust him through your actions. Let him know that you trust him by your willingness to wait and 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 your and your and your characteristics of okay God's got it that calmness that you're coming with that whole okay you know this is this is you know I just need to wait I just need to be patient that right there shows God that okay they trust me now I can move you get what I'm saying they trust me they're relaxing. They're resting in me. So, yeah. So, anyway, that's all. <laughs> I just wanted to come on here and piggyback off of yesterday's message and just go a little further into that uh, patience and the fruits of the spirit and kind of just open up your minds to, to show you what these testing of faith is really trying to do and, and the bigger picture. Beyond what what it is that you want. 
that God is trying to get us to a place of perfection spiritually so we can dwell within him because there's certain things that are not going to be tolerated. The reason is, is he's going to have a new Jerusalem of those people who are perfect in spirit. You get what I'm saying? The bodies aren't going to exist in anything and in in all the sinful ways within you is not going to be there anyway. But what does your spirit look like? Is your spirit clean enough to dwell amongst him? Hmm? So, yeah. All right, you guys, I am at work. So if you hear that click clack of my mouth, the tapping of my keys, no, that's what's up. But um, I just wanted to come on here and just encourage someone. Uh, just know that 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 it's a test, a trying of your faith, but it's OK. It's working something out within you or, you know, so just just let let patience have have her perfect work in you. All right. All right. Well, y'all, thank you so much for coming and listening. I appreciate every single last one of you. Um, know that God loves you and I love you, too. And remember to work in patience. Remember to keep your attitudes in check. And until next time, peace. Have Instagram. Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.